Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. By now, we have all the evidence we need that the Playboy Mansion was a pretty nasty place to begin with. But if you need more, I got it. Okay. I just always think about the grotto. Yeah. That's where all everything right. went down. Did someone a lot of DNA in that flush a bunch of flushable wipes that aren't flushable? Mm-mm. No. Worse than that. No, that was my first thought. Staying thin was obviously a huge priority for the ladies of the mansion to the point that body dysmorphia and eating disorders, as you can imagine, were extremely common. That's so sad. Well, on the new episode of the Call Her Daddy podcast, Holly Madison, who, as you know, is one of the more famous Playboy bunnies, says that so many of the women were throwing up at the mansion that bathroom pipes actually had to be replaced. Isn't that horrible? Yes. Now, to be fair, Holly admits that she didn't actually see this with her her own eyes, but she heard about it often. She didn't believe it at first. She said, I was like, no, that's that's way too over the top. You can't, I can't imagine you'd have to replace a bathroom pipe because of someone's stomach acid, but she claims that someone there confirmed it was true. So maybe like a house manager or somebody in charge of operations there. Yeah. I wonder if it was Mary. Wasn't that her name? I remember watching that show, Girls Next Door, and Hugh oh, yeah. Hefner had like, like they some lady who kind of ran the place. Oh so. yeah, she took care of him. Like he had his playmates and his girlfriends, but this woman was the one that like did all of the all of his work, make sure he had all of his meds, and she was there with him for decades. His right hand woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she truly, she was almost like the wife. And then he had all these uh, girlfriends. Well, I learned something new about plumbing. Yeah, that's just sad. All right, here's something I don't really know if I believe this or not, but we have to share it because it's just too good not to. So what do you guys think about Kevin Costner and Reese Witherspoon? So. Dating. (laughs) I actually can see it. That's uh, yeah. Weirdly, I can too. Really? Despite the fact, so I looked it up, and he's sixty-eight, mm-hmm. she's forty-seven. 
don't think the age is the thing. To me, I think they're just so opposite. I don't know why. Oh, you do? You don't think that they're compatible regardless of age? No. Well, the thing is, is that the two of them have been kind of talking about working together and we're hearing that they got really smitten with each other while they were in talks to do these projects with each other. So they started kind of crushing on each other. Yeah. And then now we're hearing that he didn't really think he was going to fall for her charm, but they've started texting. They're calling each other. They might work together one day and they're talking daily. She's definitely good at turning on the charm. I think she's adorable. But I think that he, I don't know, after all of these reports of all the things that have gone on between him and his ex-wife. You know, that dude can be vindictive when he wants to be. And that's why I feel like (laughs) I don't want him dating my little sweetheart friend. (laughs) I don't know. I think she's got it in her too, though. Oh, she's definitely (laughs) got a lot of Southern sass. That's for sure. So maybe they are good for each other. I am an American citizen. Yes. You sit down, Kevin. That's right. I am going to take the reins on this one. Kevin! (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else. Stephen King's novel, Cujo. Yeah, that was a bestseller, man. Scary, scary, scary. More than 40 years old. Scary. Well, the book was first published in 1981, and now there is a sequel coming out in the spring, but it doesn't sound like another killer dog story. In May... Stephen King is releasing a new short story collection called You Like It Darker. And one of the stories in it is Rattlesnakes. Ooh, no thank you. It's about a grieving widower who travels to Florida for respite, but instead receives an unexpected inheritance with major strings attached. Mm. The widower in question is Vic Trenton. He's the father of Tad Trenton, who died after Cujo attacked him and his mother and trapped them in their car for several days. Oh, no. Yeah. That's scary. I know. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about the dogs turning on us. No. (laughs) No, thanks. Jeff, I've got real exciting news for you, though. You know, the White Lotus Season 3. We were just talking about this a little bit earlier Yeah, when's this that week. coming back? Well, you were asking when it was going to come back. So here's the thing. It's not going to be out until, I just was pulling this up, until probably 2025. But when it does come out, we're hearing that the third season is going to be longer, bigger, and crazier than ever. Oh. So now that the fact that the writer's strike has officially kind of tentatively um, gone like that's being solved. It looks like they're going to start filming immediately as soon as all of the paperwork is signed. So the majority of 2024, they're going to be filming. They're going to put everything together and then it will be released either late 2024 or early 2025. So last Thanksgiving, I didn't have COVID, but I came down with something that kind of like looked like, you know, it could be COVID. So in an effort to take precautions, uh, I voluntarily agreed to eat Thanksgiving dinner upstairs because, mm-hmm. you know, the parents were coming over and people and just, you know, in an abundance of caution. Well, yeah. Uh, and it r- really was uh, much more enjoyable than I expected it to be. <laughs> and I watched. delivering you food. I you did. watch whatever you wanted. It was the greatest thing. You the cat was hanging out there with slowly. me. <laughs> and uh, I watched the I entire season of White Lotus. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. So... Yeah, because I'd already watched the first season. The second season had come out, and I was really digging it. So I was kind of looking forward to possibly 
this Thanksgiving it. watching the next season of White Lotus, but no. it's not going to come out in time. It's not going to. It's not going to come out till probably. I I think it's everything is going to be slated more towards. 2025 like that's going to be your hot television year because it feels like over the past 118 days almost everyone has had to take off between the writer's strike and the actor strike right so it's like they're getting ever they're getting everything together next year will be a huge production year and then we're just going to be inundated with all this content 2025 which is plus between the delay and Mm -hmm. i just got over covid so it looks like i'll be at the dinner table this thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) uh what else what else what else Oh, Bruce Willis's family. Yeah. You know, they've been pretty open about his struggles with frontotemporal dementia. And that was a very deliberate decision. Uh, Tallulah, Bruce's daughter, was on the Drew Barrymore show yesterday. I missed it. Um, but she said, I think on one hand, it's, it's who we are as a family. But also, it's really important for us to spread awareness about FTD. She said, you know, if we can if we can take something that we're struggling with as a family and individually to help other people to turn it around or to try to make something beautiful from it, you know, that's a really special thing for us. As for how Bruce is doing, she said he's the same, which... I think in this regard, I've learned is the best thing you can ask for. I see love when I'm with him, and that's my dad, and he loves me, which is really special. So the fact that she can still still feel love coming through that Mm -hmm. to her, yeah, that is huge. Yeah, my uh, grandfather on my mom's side, he had dementia for several, several, I mean, years. And he lived with, we lived with him not knowing us and then knowing us sometimes. Right. And that was challenging, you know, because you're like, Grandpa, you know, Papa, and he would not know who you are. And then, but you did feel like he may not have known your name, but he was comfortable around you. Mm-hmm. And that to me seems kind of like what she's kind of yeah, the big conveying here. A little telltale bit. sign that the, he's yeah. still with us. Right. Uh, for those of us who, you know, obviously aren't in the family, it just seems so quick. Mm-hmm. Like one day he was here in Cincinnati shooting action movies. And then the next yeah. he just suddenly had to retire and was finished. Right. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, but they did a really good job at kind of concealing, you know, what he was dealing with. Because mm-hmm. I guess this is this had been something he was struggling with for a long time prior to going public. And he was still trying to work through a lot of that. Um, and they did a really good job at sort of hiding that and sh- showing him at his, at his finest. Yeah. But he spent a lot of time in Cincinnati shooting a, a number of different action Marauders movies. Marauders was the one that he was in, right? Yeah. Was he in that? And yep. then I can't remember the other one, but he didn't, I think his last movie. It's a series of them. That he did was filmed here. Yeah. 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 All right. Here's something that is at the very top of everyone's Christmas list. How about a $1 million Louis Vuitton handbag designed by Pharrell Williams? 
So this is getting a lot of press. I pulled up a picture. I'll show this to you um, on the Q and A. Looks like any other Louis Vuitton Jeff bag. and Jen Facebook bag, uh, Facebook page. But here's the reason it's a million dollars is because it's made of alligator skin, and he is he and Louis Vuitton are both being called out by PETA for creating this handbag out of alligator skin. If you put it side by side with one that was, you know, a couple grand, I. You would have no idea. Wouldn't be able to tell. Well, it's bright yellow. It's got a big chunky chain on it. And the thing is, you're not going to be able to get this if you are just, you or I. Like, even if you have a million dollars, you can't get it because you have to be one of Louis Vuitton's top selling clients to even be able to get on the list to be able to buy this. Gotcha. Well, when they announced he was going to be doing a partnership with with them, like what last year, yeah, or earlier this we year, we all thought like, oh, like, oh I wonder what they're going to be doing. Million dollar, million purses. dollar handbags. He also has uh, been designing some of their sunglasses, and those are about eight hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, wow, <laughs> a little more affordable. Yeah, right in my yeah. range. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else on the E News front? I don't think so. And we'll leave it there for now. We got more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Green Day with special guests: the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. Goes down uh, August. Great American Ballpark. It's going to be a huge show. That's a great line. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q one o two. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leah. Yes. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Great. Excellent. All right, Leah. You guys on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. So, Leah, here's the thing. We have Faker for Real, three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline, and you are going to go see Green Day with the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. So, is the real headline A, a man shot fireworks at a helicopter to protest a wedding? Is it B, a man shot a blowtorch at a police car to protest his uh, arrest? Or is it C, a man shot snot rockets at his doctor in protest of his COVID diagnosis? I'm going to go with C. It is not the snot rockets. I just made that one up because, you know, why not? It's actually A, the fireworks at the wedding. Yeah, a man was arrested for shooting fireworks at a helicopter. And it's it wasn't for a gender reveal like a, a lot of people would have assumed. Mm-hmm. This happened in Georgia last month. 
The guy lives near a 12-acre wedding venue. That 12-acre wedding venue includes a helicopter, like a helicopter pad in the middle of a large pond. And it is very common for weddings to end with a chopper. (gasps) Taking you away? Whisking the newlyweds away to their honeymoon. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Well, this neighbor, this man, has had a beef with this wedding venue for 15 years and he was actually known to local authorities. They're very familiar with him. They've had several instances where he's caused trouble at previous weddings. As the helicopter was leaving, one of the residents in that neighborhood shot a mortar into the air that almost struck the helicopter. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.